Hello and welcome to Greeter Shot First. I'm James. And I'm Marco Sparks. And we're checking in because we got the final trailer. The final movie of the Skywalker saga. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you don't know that we watched it unless we do a podcast about it. That's true. We could have done a reaction video, but uh, we don't really do those. <laughs> I think it would be really boring for us to watch, to watch us reacting to a trailer. I think the best you'd get is some like head nodding like like pensive head nodding like yeah. I, mean, I feel like a lot of those are probably faked yeah because you got people just going like oh like making these like crazy faces and stuff you know yeah i mean i watched one last night because somebody posted on twitter and it was i was like okay that's better than what i could do i've watched like i don't know 20 so far so you know i'm just just getting into it what's just dipping the, my toe what's the age group of people that you're watching watch I mean, this I, trailer i try to to find a wide range because there's like there's a bunch of them that are just it's like these three gamer dudes mm-hmm. who like they're mm-hmm. they're in gamer chairs and they've got like a bunch of like I don't like this. They just got a bunch of shit behind them, you know, like posters Funko Pops and, and yeah. Funko Pops and action figures and whatnot. And it's like some sort of like gamers paradise for like man cave that they're in or something, you know. And they those are the ones who always talk over the whole trailer as it's playing. They're like, Oh yeah, race training. Okay, yeah. Oh, there's Finn. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa, yeah, it's a Death Star. And they just like they just like narrate the whole thing. It's like, yeah, I I know what's happening. I can see it. <laughs> Does so? It's three guys. First of all, this sounds dreadful. Three guys. Yeah. Why? Why? Why the play? Why the press play? What do you mean? Why the press play? Like of all the ones you could have watched, you're just I like, just go through them all. I just go down. You know. So like you get the one where it's like it's a family where you can tell that the dad's really into Star Wars and he just forces his kids and his wife to watch, watch it. Too. You know, watch are you ungrateful shits. There's a lot of them where it's like, man, how do these people have like 200,000 followers? It's like they just do YouTube videos on them, like talking about like nerd shit, you know. And Maybe that was one thing we missed of PLO was not not just us podcasting about the show, but like 44 minute video of our faces watching each episode. There's probably a market for that. You might, yeah. We would need to be much more attractive. But that, you know. That's Toby. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's Toby. Oh, yeah. He's kind of shit in the bag. Yeah, they're going to show it. Huh, okay. So that was the that was the bulk of it. Like most of them were three guys in the nerd's paradise. You get there's a lot of like kind of husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend type ones, you know, where they're both into it. And after um, all that Raylo, they're like we are going to fuck. It's always funny to watch the woman in those just just watch how she reacts at like certain moments that one might call Raylo moments. Because um, it's usually there's a difference in the reactions between the man and the woman there. Hashtag Raylo smash. Mm. Yeah, I have to say it's been fascinating to see you uh, fully embrace I have. your your inner Raylo there. Online. I mean, I think I definitely picked up on the the whispers of the energy initially, but yeah, I needed I needed time and I needed to be educated and I whatever. I feel like I should like insert the audio from uh, our like Last Jedi, uh, like post you know post viewing podcast where I was like, should Kylo Ren be redeemed? And you're like, no. <laughs> yeah, and that was that was a dumb, that was a straight up dumb opinion of mine because well, I mean, what like, else? What what else are we doing here? Me after the Force Awakens, just being like, yeah, so I guess he's just evil now, and uh, maybe Ray's like a secret sister. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, but like. Uh, thank God. I mean, I've been very lucky. I feel like you found 
the whole Star Wars internet, which I think on the whole is probably garbage. Good relations I have with the Relos. Yeah. I've been very lucky that I, I, I've managed to curate the few people on Twitter that I follow who talk about Star Wars, who are the, the good ones. And I just, you know, I'll sit here and I'll be like, Ray doesn't need a man. And then I'll read their thing and they're like, you know, you know what? What if she wants somebody? And I'd be like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Fuck yeah. Have it all, Ray. So yeah, I've, I like to think I come around. I mean, would you rather I hadn't come around? No, no, it's fine. I, I think it's funny to listen to both of us. If you go back and listen to our, I guess I feel it again. Episode seven, the call of the Raylo in episode eight ones, um, especially episode seven. We were so off. Yeah. Also, I just appreciate that Adam driver is not a, not what I would call a handsome man, but like, there's some heat there. But are you? Okay. I, mean, I would have picked a different moment for that, but yeah. Oh, this is only lying from the trailer. So, you know, <laughs> going with what I have. I like how the people were just like, are we even going to see him without the mask in the trailer? And it's like, yeah, you are. Not a lot of red sash, though. Red sash? You mean Ray's red sash? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's in her hand in one of the shots. In the beginning? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, do we need any more preamble? Before? I guess, I don't know. Did you have any like macro thoughts? Kind of overarching thoughts on the trailer i mean we kind of covered a little bit of the Raylo thing it's it's big it's i mean whatever you want to call it the connection between these two is big it's it is called to in the text um seemingly i mean i guess i could still see a way where they've like tricked us all but i don't know why they'd be doing that yeah palpatine's just like yeah poe and uh finn you two coming together that's your undoing (laughs) I think it was on the Scavengers Horde podcast where they're talking about like the will they won't they and like you don't do a will they won't they if it's a won't they. Yeah. You know, like what's the point? <laughs> right, right, right. That's really more of a a mystery thing, like a murder or something. You know, it's it's not so much for romance. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I mean just overarching thoughts. I I like this trailer. I do have to say it doesn't have quite the same panache as the last Jedi one, which I think might be like the greatest trailer of all time. Um, That's just an incredible trailer. This one, I think it was getting there, but the last, the last beat of it, it was like, it was like a B plus beat when I needed an A plus beat, you know, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like, it's, it's really, it's all, oral you know you're just hearing kate harry fisher say always mm-hmm. it's like oh that's emotional but the shot i'm seeing is just ray standing there basically you know i think what plays out on ray's face is pretty special it's interesting but it's i i feel like it's one of those things where you're like oh well, when you see the movie we're gonna know this is like this there's something much bigger going on here than we first realized but when you're just watching the trailer it doesn't it's not that hammer impact like Kylo Ren reaching his hand out like, oh shit, like him and Ray are gonna team up, you know. Like mm-hmm. that was like a huge moment in the last Jedi trailer. You wanted you wanted Ray looking over and, and like she's staring at something awesome and awe-inspiring, and then we get the reverse shot and it's uh Force Ghost Anakin. I just for I, all wanted, the Anakins. I wanted something mind blowing at the end of the trailer to like just like a hook. Mm-hmm. And instead it was just kind of like this trailer was more about kind of playing up this emotional farewell instead, you know. I mean, definitely brought the sense of epic. Yeah, I yeah, think. For sure. I'm trying to remember. Did you really get like a sense from the last Jedi trailer? Like, yeah, this is this is the plot. Like, this is what they need to go do. I mean, you, it it very much 
told you i mean you didn't get anything about like the space you know siege or anything like that but it very much told you just the relationship this is going to be about ray and luke and kylo ren yeah okay you know and and i mean you see like her being tortured by snoke right at the end mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah i think it's interesting that they're very much playing up the relationships like these mm-hmm. are the the emotional beats that these characters have to cross the divide of each other yeah I've seen this dark, or I've seen this strength in only one Jedi before, or whatever the line is, you know. It didn't scare me then. It does now. Like, I don't know. That just like that one got you so pumped for, you know, the imagery that they're showing and mm-hmm. the possibility of her teaming up or, or possibly turning to the dark side and all that, you know. Like, I, I kind of wonder should they have saved Darth Ray for this? I don't think it would have fit the tone of the rest of the trailer. No, it's, wait, this is so helpful. They probably should have just saved Darth Ray. I don't know. Yeah, well, but, it depends. It depends on what Darth Ray is. Yeah. I guess they 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 needed something punchy. I don't know. It feels like they could have found something else to hook at the end, but it's fine. I mean, overall, it's a, it's another classic in the Star Wars trailer. You needed more Claude, obviously. Yeah, much more Claude. Claude and BBA and the Horse Calvary. All right. Well, shall we go uh, shot by shot through this here? Let's do it. All right. Uh, well, it's interesting. We opened on the Luke's Home logo where it like, it fades to a, a shot of this forest before it fades out entirely, which I feel like is new. In the past, they've kind of done a weird thing where, it, like, it seems like you're looking at a star field and then it, like, becomes something else. Like, it becomes Ray in becomes the, rocks. the Death Star or it becomes the rocks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but here it is a jungle. Do you think this could be Yavin? I don't think it's Endor. I suppose it could be Yavin. Yavin makes sense. It's uh, it looks more tropical, and uh, Poe was born on Yavin, so I could see him maybe taking them to Yavin. War baby, mm-hmm. like back to the temples or something. <laughs> um, you see a helmet fall down. Maybe it's raised. Maybe she just decapitated something. This is one knows. of those helmets where like the, you 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 wear it and you're blind and you you go after the little droid thing that she's going after. It looks like it. Yeah, it looks like a pilot's helmet. With the uh, the blast shield down, but she's you see Ray running kind of like away from the camera. She's got her lightsaber out. She bats away a laser blast from a little remote that seems to be following her. I mean, interesting kind of use of of movement coming into the frame, a la desert, and then Finn just pops up and looks around. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of a this is definitely it's very like a, JJ. It's very JJ. Like this, mm-hmm. it's the lost pilot right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you've just got her like sprinting. I mean, you know it's a JJ uh, trailer because everyone's running in this. Yeah, like there's no one's just standing around doing nothing. For, you know, in most of these shots. He's definitely got a, a sense of movement he likes that I think he kind of cribbed from Spielberg, but he makes it a lot more. I don't want to say kinetic. It's like it's it's on speed a little. His bit. His camera is more kinetic. I yeah, think. it's yeah. it's always moving. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's Ray's. She's running through this like jungle path. She gets to like a log and like a chasm with, I guess it's probably like a river down there or something and like leaps it. The magic. I really wonder, is this, is this CGI at all? Or is she actually making that jump? Cause it looks like, or somebody making that jump. It looks like just a little bit superhuman, but not like incredibly. So, you know, this is a woman who theoretically will do a backflip over. A, oh, is this Chloe, Chloe Bruce, I think is moving. Uh, uh, Starfighter. Oh, Ray, you mean? Yeah. Fighter, Chloe yeah. Bruce is the, the stunt double, I think. But like, I don't know. It's it's the stunt is so good that you 
you wouldn't immediately think that like it's obvious CG or anything like that. I could see some maybe wire help. Wire, yeah, wire is probably the most likely, or like I don't know, like some little springboard. To- Especially since he's he's much more of a prattle guy when he mm-hmm. can, yeah. Uh, but then it like it does get kind of a match cut while she's in the air to her leaping from like a pillar inside of. I'm gonna guess this is the destroyed Death Star. Makes Death sense. Star two runes leaping from that over to like a ledge and grabbing on. It's all like. It's all very physical. The shot of like her like pulling herself up into a crouch, like panting. Like that's that's some classic scavenger ray there. This is some classic like fucking action hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that was the one thing I noticed in The Force Awakens is like the way he has Ray and Finn move constantly. Like they're they're incredibly athletic and kind of active through the whole thing, you know. I know he's jumping ahead. Mm-hmm. Finn, force sensitive. Just a Force fanboy. Uh, I mean, I, I guess if you want to, you could say that's him talking to Ray and being like, you know, I, got, I know I got this Rose thing, but I feel like the Force is telling, you know, us that we're meant to be together. I don't know. I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm wow. sure somebody's saying it. Interesting. You think Finn's... Uh... I don't think so, no. No, I... Because you were very against that at the end of Last Jedi. Not against it. I just don't think it's where they're going with the story. Hmm. Um it would be weird for him to like just like ditch Ray in this or ditch uh, Rose in this movie and like go back to Ray. That'd be that'd be odd. Like a, a subplot. Time time change. We don't know what's going on. Don't know what's going on with Rose. I'm thrilled that we fucking got to see her in this trailer mm-hmm. with I, Charlie. I, I I have a theory for who he's talking to. I almost don't want to go into it just because like there are leaks out there and it's like some of the stuff is seemingly confirmed from the leaks and you know, but some is a little off and so I don't know it's I I wish these leaks didn't exist because I feel like they like kind of ruin like speculation mm-hmm. because there's always somebody that wants to jump in and be like well according to the leaks it's this you know um but yeah Finn his line that I think comes in right here when she's climb clambering up on the Death Star runes he says it's an instinct a feeling the force brought us together so he could be talking to Ray he could be talking to Rose you could be talking to Poe. I mean, this could be like the force brought me to the resistance. It brought all of us together. Could, yeah. Uh, and then we kind of fade from Ray inside the ruins there to Finn looking through some cool looking binoculars that have like, I don't know, there's like like little sub binoculars below the main ones. I wonder if you can hold, watch through those two or what's going on there. And this is Pisana? Maybe. So it's... In the background, it appears to be brown, but there's something about the way it's shot and the lighting where, like, it wouldn't shock me if this was actually, say, like a green field at sunset because mm. it does look a, a little bit different at the Texture bottom. Texture wise, yeah, like you foliage. can kind of see green at the bottom. Yeah. And so this could be something like a, a field of, like, I don't know, flowers or something like a grassy plain where the sun is catching it just right and making it look golden. Maybe he's also witnessed uh, Darf Heathcliff coming out of the. Mm-hmm. The, the misty moors <laughs> oh yeah I, I do wonder some of the are we like are we going to get a planet with more than one biome on it because the later on there's that like weird like water skiff or whatever that they're riding on the ways mm. and like that kind of looks like the same thing they were driving around on Pasana. so is that the same planet I don't know I mean the fucking iceberg mm-hmm. thing is gorgeous but yeah, Finn is watching something. He looks concerned through his binoculars. 
John Boyega posted just like the weirdest like meme tweet. I don't know if you saw that. Mm. Or it's like him like watching through binoculars and then it like cut to some like weird little kid like doing some sort of like wrestling move and like doing a belly flop on his stomach or something. I don't know. It was really bizarre. Mm. Uh, and then another like big sweeping like drone shot uh, like coming up over this like ridge in the jungle as we see Ray with her lightsaber out like running across the top of the ridge. Um, that could definitely be Yavin. I mean, I, it's very possible this is just like some new random planet, you know, but it does give me a strong Yavin vibe. Mm. I mean, I feel like with just this in the trailer and everything in Last Jedi, like I, you can no longer complain that Ray hasn't had enough training. I feel like we're seeing more of her training than anyone else in the series. Again, the only the only Jedi is actually really trained on screen, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, but especially... I mean, you know, Luke did a little jogging with Yoda on his back that one time. Yeah. Classic, classic force strengthening. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after that big shot, there's like a big wide shot. Presumably this is at the Rebel base. Mm-hmm. They're underneath a ship is what I'm guessing is going on here. It looks like they're near like, I don't know, like the loading dock of a ship. Lando, baby. Lando's there. Wearing I think his old duds. If you look closely, I believe Snap is there. Poe is there. Um, Poe is speaking over this, although I don't think the audio is from this scene. Mm. Like it looks like they just kind of like have audio dialogue from Poe from somewhere else, like overlaid over this. Not alone. Um, I think comics, you can find her somewhere in there. Three feels there. But yeah, Poe is saying, we're not alone. Good people will fight if we lead them. Do you think Lando's just like time for me to pull out like a 30 year old, 35 year old uh, maneuver? Outfit? Yeah. I no. think it's, it's going to pull out a 35 year old maneuver at the Battle of Nab. And that's also. Uh, He's like, the, it's unfucking beatable. In this outfit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just like, still fits. Almost like I still got the body of. Donald Glover. (laughs) And then the next shot, as uh, Poe is saying that, we have a shot of Rose. Um, This is an interesting shot because there's a lot happening here. Rose is kind of like hurrying forward with like a look of concern on her face. Behind her, we can see what appears to be Chadi from Lost. And uh, Connix next to him. Mm-hmm. Are they a couple, maybe? She looks like she has her arm around him. It kind of does. Hmm. Uh, you know, you do you, Connix. Yeah, not Finn's boat. I just feel like it's one of those, you know, that like meme where they like hit the upgrade button. Yeah. It's like the the reverse of that where it's like it's Poe and you hit the downgrade button and it's Charlie from Lost. I don't think Poe's a settling down guy. I guess. Well, him and Zori Bliss. Yeah, Zori mm-hmm. Bliss. I it I wasn't like the second or third time that I watched it that I realized she was in the one scene. Oh yeah, she's just chilling on the side. But also, there's there's somebody on a horse there. Also, there's like I think some laser blasts might be going by. It overhead. looks that way. Yeah, yeah. red and green. Um, I think what might be happening here, and this is just a guess. This isn't like I know anything. Um, I think that behind them, there's like a lot of people and and people on horses too rushing into what I think might be like a dropship. It could be or that. like or an escape. Or something, yeah. Yeah. And it, it, I kind of am wondering if like, like Rose is waiting for Finn to return 
or something like or that. Or somebody, that's, yeah. That's, that's kind of the vibe I get. Like they're 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 waiting for the the ghost squad to come back as the rest of them are like retreating into the ship here. But yeah, that's an interesting outfit from Connex. So she seems like she's wearing like a like a camo poncho, maybe or something. Maybe like a hood. Yeah, I wonder if we're gonna get uh, some extra outfits. I know later on there were some of them were wearing jackets. Mm. I still feel like we've been a little ripped off by never getting the yeah. Uh, they all had to go to like an evening ball scene or something where wear fancy outfits. Just want the the Kylo Ren getting dressed montage. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just the uh, the casting of, of Charlie here, this little hobbit. Whoa, everybody! I mean, I guess he's just uh, another part. resistance dude. It'd be interesting if he was like standing next to Miles. Yeah, I feel like this this feels like it's similar to those shots later on at the horses at the end, or what I'm assuming is the end of the movie, hmm. like the big charge or whatever. So like the horses riding around on top of the Star yeah. Destroyer. Yeah. Like, does this mean Charlie makes it that far into the movie? That's kind of impressive. I feel like he'd like just be expendable. Yeah. Yeah. That's how he is to me. Yeah. I like that. They put Rose in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Fuck the haters. I mean, it's about time. She was, I'm trying to remember. She might've been in some TV spots. I feel like we saw, Last Jedi. I don't believe she's in the main trailer. I feel like we though. saw a picture of her wearing this outfit yeah we've we've seen her like in this outfit a few times like stills but i think even in the last jedi i don't believe she's in any of the trailers there Mm. um her sister is though because she's falling at one point that was in like the behind the the scenes oh this is like like, sizzle reel yeah uh the next shot we've got kind of uh finn and poe and chewy all turning around at something so Poe had yeah it's the bro squad here Poe's got his uh armband on like his injury like bandage so this must be later in the movie Mm. because he doesn't have it on in other shots so also jungle-esque yeah well we're back in the jungle planet here seemingly Mm -hmm. unless they go to two different jungle planets so he's got there's like an orange x-wing there Mm -hmm. Chewie's (laughs) just chilling with his bowcaster it's like like this is Chewie's crew now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they've all got satchels. He doesn't have Luke. Up. He doesn't have Han. Like Leia's. Who knows what Leia's doing? He's mm-hmm. just like, all right, <laughs> these are my bros now. He can see some other rebels just like running by in the background. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on here, but they're all turning as though like, oh shit, what's that? So now his X-wing is like white and orange, as opposed to the black one that got destroyed. Yeah, seemingly. Mm-hmm. Although somehow like the the black one is at Galaxy's Edge, which I know has like caused a lot of consternation among uh, obsessive like continuity people. Mm. Where is that? When is that set? It's supposed to be between the Last Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then the next shot is another shot in the jungle planet with what looks like uh, one of those blockade runners, like lifting off and kind of like just scraping the trees there as it flies away. Wonder if that is secretly like the Tanta three, or if it's just another blockade. I'm saying it's it's the same make and model, right? Seemingly, the Corvette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we get a big, crazy wide shot. There's a lot of these like really wide shots in this. Um, maybe this is what JJ was talking by talking about by, uh, being inspired by Ryan Johnson and some of his shots. Um, yeah, it's. There's like a 
I don't know. It, it kind of looks like a seawall. I mean, obviously it's not. Obviously it's just like part of uh, like Death Star runes or something. Yeah, there's like but a gun turret. There's a gun turret. There's just like a, you know, like a a ridge or whatever, you know. And what's behind it? I think just more Death Star destruction. Yeah. yeah, there's like massive waves. This is probably the thing that they're fighting on. Yeah, yeah, definitely for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, Ray is very small on this uh, giant like platform here with her lightsaber out. Mm. Huge waves crashing. Oh, so he's about to walk out of that wave. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, uh, at this point, our uh, narration, uh, Ray says, people keep telling me that they know me. No one does. And uh, it cuts to a close-up of her standing on this like long metal like platform, like gangway situation. She's got her lightsaber out. She looks fucking pissed and like ready to go. Mm-hmm. The heat. Mm-hmm. And There's the heat here. Yeah, but no one does. And then cut to... Just these massive waves crashing, seemingly what she's looking at here. And then you see, first you just see the red lightsaber, and then you see the figure walking out with it. As Kylo Ren says, but I do. And then you hear, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. People keep telling me they know me. No one does, but I do. Interesting. And then we get a close up of our uh, big wet supreme leader here drooping. He does like a weird move where he like spins his sword around. So he's like holding it like reverse hilt style. Yeah. Like, uh, like kind of crucifixing. Yeah. <laughs> what a shot. Yeah. I mean, that's some real sabermanship there. Lots of people have been comparing this to, uh, Darcy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got all that. It's got all that Byronic shit. It's got Heathcliff. It's got Darcy. Well, just the the wet rain. Yeah, like I said, Heathcliff yeah. Darcy, yeah. Oh, I'm thinking specifically of the Kira Knightley Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks he looks ready to go. It's very wide. Would you say thick? He's a wide boy. And then this, so at first when I, I saw this, I think this was in, this next shot was in like a little preview for Monday Night Football or something earlier. They just showed like this shot and one other shot. Is this um, the uh, the iceberg? Yeah. So at first you think like, oh, it's like a big giant like iceberg on a lake or something, but it's not. No, there's no water there that is floating in space. It's gorgeous. It's not. It looks like a reflection. It's actually not. It's not like it's different stuff up top and below. It's yeah, seemingly right. just a big chunk of ice because there's with no like reflection. a city built into it. Yeah. Yeah. It, like it almost looks like a reflection at first, but then you realize it's not. Uh, and there are seemingly like 50 TIE fighters like flying towards this thing. I wonder if this is going to be Kajimi or... Well, and, and again, classic JJ, we follow a couple in as they turn our angle towards the big mm-hmm. object. And then as we're staring at it, like just tons more yeah, whoosh more. around yeah. us. Yeah. And I guess those are all the first order ties. Not like the the red ones. Hmm. But, I mean, it looks like there's, like, a like a city or something built into it there, like, over on the left side. Yeah, yeah. Um, what you would have thought would have been the shore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we get a shot of a throne room. This is the original throne room. I think one of the uh, ILM guys, like, posted a old, old um, from the lava concept draft. art. Old concept art of the Emperor's throne room from, what, like, uh, Return of the Jedi or something? I, uh... 
I had that book as a kid, the one that like went through all of George's like drafts mm-hmm. of scripts. And it was like the ending of Jedi was like in a cave surrounded by lava lakes. And mm-hmm. there was a bit where um, the force ghost of Obi-Wan shows up. And while Luke and Vader are fighting, it's like Obi-Wan and Palpatine are just like like verbally sparring and like almost like, like casting bets. Yeah, but uh, this thing is apparently directly from the original Ralph McQuarrie concept art. It, it, there's like a flash of lightning a few times. You can kind of see that what appears to be like a modified version of the Sith logo is like etched into the throne. So, Well, just these these, these jagged tendrils coming out of the back of it. I mean, this impressive. Is, it's it's kind of like eat your heart out uh, Iron Throne here, you know? Yeah, I mean, but it also, it kind of evokes a little bit of like the tree that they destroyed in last Jedi. Yeah. Like, like a nightmare version of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is where you hear the emperor chime in. He says, long have I waited. And now your coming together is your undoing. Says it over the next few shots here. Sexy. Uh, the next shot after that is, I'm surprised more people aren't like attracted to the emperor. Like, I'm surprised we don't get like more daddy sheave stuff. You can you can go do that yourself online. I will. I I know that Try in some in a good number of the reaction videos I watch, people like got hyped for that when he started talking. They're like, "Oh shit, the emperor!" Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the next shot. At first, I thought this was water. I think it might actually be ice. Uh, it's like a star destroyer like erupting from like frozen ice. Yeah, I mean, there's there's rockish mm-hmm. things breaking. Uh, there's lightning striking all around. This looks like one of the like original Star Destroyer models. JJ likes things coming out of the water. He sure does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is immediately thought of uh, the darkness. Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is going on here? I don't know. Are there like a bunch of Star Destroyers in the ice? Like, do they have to break them all out? Like, I don't know. I mean, if you were like just pitching me like random sketches of ideas you know, as, as you're concocting the script, it's like, okay, Palpatine survived. I kind of get that. Um, the rest of like, if, if these are crude, well, that's what I'm wondering. Cause there's all these they just chilling under the ice all this time. There's seemingly these new star destroyers with like the cannons underneath that we saw in the, the D 23 yeah. thing. Um, and like, are those all crude? Like, are the, is it like, are there a bunch of clones on there? Or is it just like purely automated run by robots? Like who, you know, I think a Star Destroyer is supposed to, I don't know what the number is, 20,000, 200,000. Like it can hold a lot of people, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, do you have like an entire like civilization just d- devoted to maintaining the operation of these starships and they're just chilling out in deep space or under ice or something? That's a big deal, crude, mm-hmm. you know, and like, like resources if they're not clones mm-hmm. are they just procreating like are these like well, generation ships feed them and yeah you gotta yeah. feed them someone's gotta fill out their time cards if they're if they're clones i feel like that's a lot of work for palpatine needs to let the feed the clones yeah. but i kind of wonder the physical state of him based on the shot to come isn't it weird how in the prequels the major conflict was the clone wars but nobody ever had any single conversation about like i don't know the ethics of a clone army or nope yeah. Nope. It's just like clones versus robots. There's no humanity in this fight. Yeah. We're good. Uh, then after that Star Destroyer erupting from the ice, we get a shot of what appears to be like the Rebel Armada here. 
There's a ton of different ships of all different kinds. The Falcon kind of swoops down in front to lead them, I guess. Lando, the general again, going to do his maneuver at the Battle of Tanab, which I believe uh, in the old canon was actually not far from this, actually, where like Lando, like, saw, like, kind of like made an alliance of a bunch of like smugglers and gangsters or whatever to like fight off the emperor mm. or the empire at some point. And of course, a lot of people talk about the rebel ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, this is seemingly the ship ghost from star Wars rebels is or similar making model off to the side. Um, there's kind of in the bottom of the frame, it looks like the freighter that Han has from the force awakens is mm-hmm. there. I think the, uh, the ship that the Mandalorian flies is there. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Nothing. I know, like the the real ship nerds can point out some of the other stuff here, like way over on the side. It might be like the old Enterprise or or whatever ship. Um, uh, Pike, not Pike, uh, George Kirk, like that ship. Hmm. I can't remember the name of the ship, but you know the one from the beginning of it, uh, Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. The like, um, way over in the lower right corner, it kind of looks Kelvin. like Kelvin. The Kelvin, yeah, because the Kelvin timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm. I think somebody said there are like uglies in here. I don't see any personally, but they, there might be. Uglies are uh, like hodgepodges of different types of A wing, X wing, B wing, Y wing, and uh, ties. You know, so it'd be like tie panels on an X wing, that kind of thing. But yeah, lots of ships. I think one of those is like a, one of those kind of normal looking dreadnought things. Mm-hmm. And then we got hammerheads. The, yeah, hammerheads. We got that shot of uh, our our main five or whatever. I don't know. Is it four? Well, you got Chewie and Ray in the pilot seats, and then you got Finn and Poe, and then three PO oh. behind them. I assume that BB eight is somewhere that we can't, out of frame that we can't see. Um, I I just I like that a lot of these characters really haven't interacted with C three PO all that much. I mean, I'm sure that. Poe is very familiar with 3PO. Still, I mean, presumably they've had like a year of adventure, so they're all totally tight now. Yeah. Still, like when C3PO comes and sits <laughs> down, I feel like Poe should be like, oh, you want to get up so BB-8 can sit in the chair? <laughs> well, he does when Poe walks in. It's it's very subtle, but I do think it's there. He kind of just glances at Ray with this look of very mild annoyance. I don't think it's like, like major annoyance, but it's kind of like you can tell he wants to be driving mm. and he's not. And so he just has to sit in the back. Yeah, sit down, flyboy. Ray's got this. This is, but this is a great, it's a great shot. This is like Ray smiles at Chewie. Yeah, you know, for all those like shots that they pull out of constantly from from New Hope and the the cockpit. I want mm-hmm. this to be how we talk about you know this trilogy ten years from now. Yeah, Ray has a a nice smile for Chewie there. Nice. I'm, I'm going to guess this is from the start of the movie mm. before the angst really sets in. Do you think they're doing like some kind of in media ray? cold open mission or anything i wonder how this movie's gonna be in. i mean usually they'd be in with the empire right mm-hmm. or the first order mm-hmm. um i don't know because like like with her training it feels especially if that's at the start of the movie it's seemingly one of the few times we've really seen our heroes just kind of like chilling mm-hmm. you know well like not but- on an active mission her training, I mean, to me, that feels very much like the start of Return of the Jedi, where Luke is kind of like the original that scene where it's like Luke in the hut finishing oh, like the, lightsaber. the lightsaber. You know, it's like this is he's he's now evolved. He's he's God moded off screen into our super knight. What what makes me feel good is that unlike the Return of the Jedi, it doesn't look like Rey's turned into kind of like a 
like a drip, just like a boring killjoy, <laughs> like Luke did in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> so that's encouraging. And then we cut from uh, the cockpit scene to thank God for Han in that movie. I was born here, you know. Yeah. You're gonna die here, you know. <laughs> Don't worry, I've taken care of everything. It's just like fucking great. <laughs> Yeah, uh, big fight on these, uh, you know, Death Star ruins platform amidst the waves. We got some spinning around, some lightsabers crashing. Looks good. Love the way they fight. And you can just really see how fucking tall Adam Driver is, even though Daisy Ridley is no shrimp herself. Right. And then there, there is, there's a couple of weird, very quick shots in this trailer. The next one. Something exploding. It cuts to something exploding seemingly off the bow of a Star Destroyer. You can yeah. barely see the Star Destroyer. Um, and then it like immediately fades away from this. Like the shot's like less than a second. Yeah. Like it immediately starts fading to what would appear, as far as I can tell, to be just Ray on some like crazy like water skiff thing, like going over these like huge waves towards the Death Star ruins. I mean... It looks a little different to me. Does the thing on the desert planet have like these like little gangplank wings? Maybe not. Yeah, it could just be a different vehicle that they've cobbled together somehow. Again, it's this weird asymmetrical Star Wars style mm-hmm. where it's like we it's have like a, an outrigger. Yeah. We have this main propulsion missile looking thing on the end of one wing, but not the other. I think it's just Ray on this. That's mm-hmm. why like slow mo through it. Well, you know, there we got that great shot in the one trailer where they walk to the cliff and they can see the death star and it's mm-hmm. like okay what the fuck do we get over there? and somehow they found like an outrigger yeah that rays just like blasting through and over ways on mm-hmm. um yeah jj does love his like like crusting over something and the sickening drop you know it's a similar shot in the force awakens trailer mm-hmm. but yeah that that explosion is strange to me that like why did they even put that in there it takes like half a second yeah i mean just the weird the contrast between mm-hmm. everything i guess and then we cut to one of our, our real ter- tearjerker moments here in the trailer as we see Babu Frick, the little dude there, is like doing some welding on the back of 3PO's exposed head. He's uh, Anzellan? Hmm? He's Anzellan? That was race? Yeah. Sure. He's adorable is he's what he is. Babu Frick. Yeah. Yeah, he's like doing some, uh, yeah, some, some welding in the back of C-3PO's head. Ray looks very, very intrigued in the background there. Oh, real quick, before we get to what's going on here with 3PO, the, that line from the Emperor, long have I waited, and now you're coming together as you're undoing. What does that mean? I guess, is it you're coming together as in you, like, carpooled here? Like, you came together that way? You know what I mean? Like, is it you came together, or is it the act of you two joining forces? You know what I mean? Because you two uber pooled here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I presume it's uh, brought, brought their ways together, brought, brought their heat together. Uh, uh, yeah, their their union is their undoing. I, but, I'm going to guess we're talking about Ray and Kylo there. Who else could he possibly be talking about? Yeah, yeah. BB-8 and Dio, yeah. you're coming together, will be your undoing. Dio, time to go. Which uh, definitely suggests a team up of some sort. And some smashing. Um, my dude has, has conquered death. What's he up to? Like, what does he need an army for? How is he alive? Yeah, 
but is he corporal or is he just like a spirit? Why know? do people need to know he's alive? <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh, so this three PO scene, uh, Poe says, "What uh, what are you doing there, three PO?" And three PO says, "Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. No, not you, not you. I don't know you. You there, Chewie, and R two, just you two. Yeah, yeah. As his head's being welded on the back, there's just this great shot of like Ray, just like, like hand in front of her face, yeah, just, just like, like hmm." Yeah. Either that or she's just like, why is this taking so long? They're all in like jackets, like these like heavy jackets with the rank insignias on them. Yeah, even though it looks hot in there. I, I'm guessing that this is on Kojima. Yeah. Uh like the snow planet or because like uh, Zori Bliss is just chilling way over on the side there. Do you think she ever takes that helmet off? Very good question. I think she's got to. If she makes it out, like if she dies, no. But well, I mean I'm just amazed by by him where he's just like, oh, no, we're putting Gwendolyn Christie in the outfit. I want her in the outfit. No, that helmet's never coming I feel coming like the, this movie is like, it's impossible for it not to end with a big celebration where everyone just starts making out, basically. Everyone? I mean, you're going to have, if if uh, Charlie makes it, you've got Connix and Charlie. You've got uh, Ray, not Ray, um, Finn and Rose. Mm-hmm. You've got potentially Zori and Poe here. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, Mr. Ben Solo made it out alive. Uh, it just seems like it's going to be one big couple up. It seems like a lot of couples for. It seems like a lot of happiness that's in desperate need for something to go wrong. It's the end of the story, though. You yeah, know? yeah, Happily true. Ever after. True. There's got to be one death. Presumably, I mean, well, I, I guess we're going to be Leia. I, you're guessing it's Leia. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and maybe Kylo. You know. Saul's on the table. You don't know. He that. is theoretically the villain. What if I live? But I do. I, uh, I paid for this gym membership for a year. Yeah, we see Dio and BB-8 are there. I'm really curious about these jackets. They're like big, heavy jackets. I just wonder, will there later be like an action figure where it's like, oh, you finally got a different Ray outfit. That's just her in the same outfit, but she has a jacket on. <laughs> yeah 3PO wants to take one last look at his friends and he pats R2 on the head so that's a real tearjerker do to, to I mean I guess this is kind of based on the leak right what do you mean or, or this theory the what what people suppose is happening here inside of his head I mean there's a couple theories about what's happening there something to do with memory it's, one theory is that they have to like go back to his old memories of like like prequel era mm-hmm. that he has some piece of information they need. Mm. Uh, there's other theories that they have to like re- wipe his mind to like load different programming in to do something else. Mm. So you know, but yeah, it's something something's happening here at three PO where it would seem that his own you know digital identity is about to get erased. I, I guess they like nobody brought a hard drive with them, you know, <laughs> back him up. You're just like, ooh, you're still using USB-A. We do not have any of those cables. Awkward. Well, sorry. We're kind of in a hurry. But I mean, like... We're just going to have to erase you. I don't even remember 3PO in Revenge of the Sith. Other than the, the comment, like, wipe the protocol droid's memory. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I remember him in Attack of the Clones. I mean, he's mostly with uh, Padme in Revenge of the Sith. Mm. 
I mean, like reverting to like that era of his persona, like I don't know how much like like where but also what does he know? What could he know from yeah, that era? Who knows, you know? Like Anakin's just like huh. I hope it never comes up later that the Emperor has a vacation home. Blah mm. blah blah. <laughs> yeah, and then we get the uh this Christmas as we get into kind of the meat of the tra- or the you know the flurry at the end of the trailer here. There's a cool dolly shot where it's like we're pulling away as we've got Poe and Finn and Chewie running towards us, just like down a hall on, I don't know, Star, uh, Star Destroyer. It looks like they're or some kind of maybe First Order. Installation. Yeah, yeah. just blasting stormtroopers left and right. No, Poe just I, like jumps over one as he's going. Are they falling from their blast? Because look at the way they're all falling. I think so. These yeah. guys are like blasting away. Yeah, you're right. The one guy is running towards them when he mm-hmm. falls. The way the the other guy falls, though, it looks like he's just like been thrown out of something from that corridor. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, these dudes are running, running and shooting, running and gunning. Uh, Finn's got like a little little hop that he does. I mean, uh, Chewie's got his. I can't. He might have bowcaster. It might be something else. It's a it's a big blast. Yeah, the bro squad but, here. I mean, for everybody who complained that they didn't get their you their, know, pew, pew, pew. Their, their Finn and Poe oh. like buddy comedy in Last Jedi. Yeah. It seems like they're going to get plenty here. Yeah. And then cut to that shot that we've gotten in the, I think maybe both the trailers previously where it's uh, Leia hugging Ray and Ray and like a tear running down her cheek. Uh, this is where we get the line from Luke. We got a lot of different people chiming in here. Well, Carrie Fisher would have been 63 the day this mm-hmm. trailer came out too. Yeah. Luke says, confronting fear it's the destiny of a Jedi, your destiny, which uh, I think is probably the best line in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I like. I feel like that is a good course correction to the old like fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate. That thing, because like I don't know, it always seemed like in the prequels it was like you're just not allowed to have any um, bad emotions or you suck, basically. Yeah. You know. Whereas I feel like this is saying like or good emotions. Or good emotions, but especially bad emotions. Like yeah. bad emotions leads to the dark side. Yeah. You know? Whereas I feel like saying confronting fear is the destiny of a Jedi is saying like your goal is to overcome fear rather than like uh bury it or you well, know, like not feel at all. Also, remember like the swashbuckling fun mm-hmm. of the original trilogy that was not so much present in their prequels? Yeah. Yeah, they're just like, oh, this kid's scared because his mom's not here. A little pussy. He can't be a Jedi. <laughs> Let's bully You're not him. allowed to be scared. Let's bully him until he turns evil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, the Jedi, the Jedi sucked. They fucking sucked. <laughs> and I mean, that could just be that they kind of slowly calcified into this, like you know, institution that uh, lost its way or something. Like maybe theoretically, the original idea the jedi was not that but the jedi as they're presented in the prequel trilogy is not a fun hang at all i just like the idea of luke's like he cracks open that first tome in Oct two and he's like reading about the jedi and he slams a book shot and he's like these guys blow <laughs> yeah i should be the last jedi he's just like okay no no marriage okay right right yeah no no masturbation mm. Mm. what are you gonna do when you're on a planet full of sexy fish nuns mm-hmm. No hell, no no alcohol, oh. no spice. Yeah, f- yeah, fuck this. We're just gonna tear this page out and burn it. Yeah, especially since he brought all this like surly drunk energy <laughs> to Octu with him. 
He's like, well, technically, uh, this uh, <laughs> blue milk we, is not. Uh, we really missed the uh, the scene in the Last Jedi where he's got like making some sort of like fermented milk booze or something. You know, <laughs> he's got like a little uh, what do they call those things? Um, shaker? No, uh, distillery. Oh, oh, oh. A still, a still. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's just something exploding. It's some little like like tubes and things yeah like know? some kind of like steampunky star wars mm-hmm. still no i mean i'm I'm all about him like still getting the one creature to, like squirt the stuff in his mouth and then he just like makes this cocktail in his mouth in front of ray mm-hmm. and then he makes that same face yeah um then we get to well we get BB-8. to yeah bba bba like inside like with this like weird like sand skiff like pirate ship thing that they're on um He's like seemingly chilling during the chase. There's like this like canister um, that he like pokes with a little like appendage and it like shoots up in the air and explodes into like a big yellow ball. That, that's kind of um, similar to the shots of Pisana where like it's like that festival. Mm-hmm. And there's those like big explosions in the air. I'm guessing this is just like, I don't know, like extra fireworks or whatever this is. It's yeah. very reminiscent of Mad Max. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just big yellow, like dust explosion. Maybe it's too cool. Like, oh, we'll get to him. I mean, but the trailer, yeah, yeah, where he's the mm-hmm. group he joins. But I mean, like, in the new trilogy, in this last, this last trilogy, it's like, I don't miss R2 and C3PO. Like, like, like I would have thought I would have, or I don't feel the demand to have more time for them like I would have thought I would before these movies started. BB-8 is a perfect droid for J.J. Abrams because he can go wherever the heroes can go, whereas R2 couldn't really. You yeah. know, like BB-8 can keep up. And and can mine the adversity of that for more humor than mm-hmm. than R2 could. I mean, after R2 had the, the little thrusters and stuff, it was like, I feel like George Lucas is like, well, that's the last of the jokes. <laughs> Got them all. No, those thrusters expired after 20 years or something. <laughs> that was in the visual guide to explain why you didn't use them in the original trilogy. Take the protocol droid's memories and cut off his little thrusters. No, they just went bad after 20 years. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. after that explosion, it cuts to Poe and Finn and, and 3PO all cheering. We get a, our signature Finn. Woo! Uh, seemingly, they just like, I don't know, blew up some bad guys and are getting away on their like pirate ship thing. Mm-hmm. I do love that that thing has a mass. It looks so cool. And then is this where we get the Starfighter charging the Star Destroyer? Not yet. We get uh, Lando and Chewie. Lando's like kind of like cheering and laughing in the Falcon here. I, I assume it's the Falcon. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, it would be criminal to put him in the other ship, right? Yeah, really. <laughs> and then we get... Do you think they're going to like kill Lando off in the Falcon like he's going to do like a suicide mission or something like go down with his old girl. Well, what what do you do with Lando? I mean, I'm I'm 100% thrilled to see Billy Dee Williams back in this, but it's like what is his There's a arc. I hesitate to even mention this because I, I kind of like feel like he, he should have shown up um on the casino play. Yeah, 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 and no. then like start of it. So there's a lot of rumors and you get this stupid rumors anytime there's a black character in Star Wars, but a lot of rumors are saying that Janna is his daughter. Yeah, and I just don't know whether or not to take those seriously, you know, because they thought that Finn was like Lando's son or Mace Windu's son, or you know, or Finn and Janna are going to be brother and sister. So you know, I mean, that, by no means does that need to happen. 
On the other hand, I'm like, well, it's Hollywood and it's the economy of characters. It would make more sense to me for Janna to be Lando's daughter, I guess. Like mm-hmm. if like he shows up with his own army or something and he's like, oh, and here's my daughter. She's the commander. Or I don't know. You know, something like that. My horse know? army. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I, I want the scene where he turns to Chewie and he's like, so Chewie, it's a Falcon like in probate or what are we doing here? <laughs> Play your cards for it. Yeah. Next shot is the uh, Y-Wing uh, shooting towards the one of these new Star Destroyers with like the cannon underneath uh, blasting away these like Dorito chip TIE fighters here. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Like these new ties, are those just part of this new fleet? Are they the first order's own ties? Like, I'm I'm very curious as to the disposition of the uh, the enemy forces here, and like who controls what. Well, yeah. Is it like is it like the first order and the resistance are taking on what's left of the empire, or or is it just like the emperor's like, oh, I have a whole massive fleet. I'd like to give you Kylo Ren. With a bunch of new Star Destroyers right. with like cannons on them. And I mean, because it seems special TIE fighters. You and, would think that he would be like pro Kylo Ren or mm-hmm. sort of pulling him under his wing. So that makes you wonder is the whole like your undoings coming together? Is that after? Is that like towards the end, like after some denouement and these two have teamed up now? Or is the Emperor just in this movie for like five months? <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that Y Wing, I. I think in the Legos, Zori Bliss has it flies the Y wing, so I don't know if that's like her personal Y wing there, mm. or just like a random, like Resistance Y wing. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I think like Snap might come in that Lego set, although that doesn't always line up at all. It's definitely Zori and Poe. Is Zori and Poe? Okay, yeah. Maybe Snap is the A wing. Yeah, sometimes they just throw in yeah. characters. Like Connix is in one where it's like I'm pretty sure she's not flying a, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh but I mean even then you can see in the background there's like at least one other Star Destroyer chilling there. I, I assume this is all from whatever battle this is, probably a third act battle. Mm-hmm. Seems like it. Seems like they're pulling out all the stops here to go out to this massive fleet. And these like big guns. And then we have the saga will end and we cut to uh, just what a shot here of Jana and Finn. And I I don't recognize any of the other writers. It's possible that one of them is Rose, but it's hard to tell. Um, but they're charging along in these Orvox. I like how Finn's, Finn's is like a white one. It's like a pure white one. Mm-hmm. Uh, BB-8 is rolling along with them. I mean, this is like keeping up. This is like the cavalry. Yeah. Like in the Vanguard and BB-8 is just like charging with them. Like, yeah. Feel like he needs a weapon. That could well no, that could be Rose in the in, in the yeah the in the kind of like but light it, colored. It, it's like maybe that's Rose, but I don't. Yeah, it seems. I don't think it is. No. Um. But yeah, this is they're charging on top of a star destroyer. Yeah, they're on top of a, like which which to me makes the the one gun look a little small in comparison. Then I I don't know. It's hard to say like where they are on the star destroyer like this could be up at the very top or this could be like way down on the side but it's like well because you can seemingly see the atmosphere they must be an atmosphere yeah because well they'd be all dead right yeah they've had no breath mass on or anything uh is this one that's like i don't know like still encased in ice or something or i don't know yeah. like is there's gonna be something where there's like drop ships and they like 
land on like on horses ready to go, like bursting out of the dropships, like charging across the Star Destroyer or something. I mean, that that's was, wild. That's one of George's things, right? Was that a really determined, mm-hmm. uh, less advanced society can take on a much more advanced militaristic group. I just love when I see people online complain about this and it's like uh, the Ewoks and then they shut up. Yeah. But I mean, this is not a shot I was expecting. You're certainly not going to forget it. I do wonder because you know there was those like uh, spy shots or whatever, um, or like tabloid shots of like them on like a grassy field. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, yeah. I really wonder: are there actually scenes of them on a grassy field with these Orbox, or was they were they just like filming there and planning to CGI out the ground or something? You know that. Well, why wouldn't they do that in the studio? Just because it's easier on the horses or something. I presume grassy field planet is the same. Because wouldn't this be where the Death Star is? And seemingly they crossed the grassy field at one point to get to the shore. But this is like the whole fleet is here. So I don't know if this is the Death Star planet or, or some other location. Well, it doesn't look like part of the ship is raising up behind them. Um, I think that might be a different... A different ship? Well, it's hard to tell because there's like fading. Yeah, no, it is. Okay, it's, it's hard to tell because everything's fading out. Yeah, I think that's like a different ship mm. that's raising up behind them. Um, I am fascinated to know what the, uh, the strategic plan is here. That they're using horses. Are they just like, we don't have speeders? Yeah. I mean, Jana's like in the lead there. She's got her bow. It looks like a couple other people have bows too. This would definitely piss off uh, Captain Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the nerve of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might as well be like a bayonet charge, you know? <laughs> we needed that bayonet charge five bloody minutes ago. Fix bayonets. Uh, and then uh, another title card, This, you know, the, it was uh, the saga will end. The story lives forever. And then the Iron Throne. And then a shot that is uh, hauntingly reminiscent of the uh, Iron Throne in, from Game of Thrones here and the finale of uh, Game of Thrones. Ray is standing uh, in front of the the Emperor's old throne in the old throne room. And Kylo's on like the other side, kind of like just entering. He's kind of got like one leg out. Yeah. It's an interesting posture. He does not have his lightsaber no. out. She does. Yeah, not an not a ignited lightsaber. Wearing his helmet. No, he doesn't have his helmet. Oh, no, you're right. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Yeah. He's fully unmasked. Yeah, there's that nose. Yeah, she's standing closer to the throne room. He's kind of approaching. I wonder if this could possibly be the first time they meet in the movie, like face-to-face. Like, do you think this comes before or after their fight on the ruins? It's a very good question because they're inside now. And seemingly where they are, while tilted, is more still. We can't really tell. It doesn't seem like he's dripping wet, but we can't really tell because he's like pretty much just a silhouette. It might have dried off from all this heat. Mm-hmm. It's a great shot, for yeah. sure. Oh, for, for serious. Like, hang this on my fucking wall. It's impressive how much of the uh, throne room survived the explosion of the Death Star 2, but whatever. So, yeah, I mean, like, if you compare it, there's... Um, in Jedi, there's like these little weird, who knows what the fuck they are, things that should be on either side between the two of them that are gone. Oh, like the uh, repeater displays, I think is what Something like that, them. yeah. And then not far from here should be the little shaft that Palpatine took a dive down. I do wonder, because there was those rumors about, like Kevin Smith said something about visiting the sets and like they told him, hey, you should go look at this one set from the end of the movie. And it'll blow your mind. And, mm-hmm. and like, he didn't want to, he didn't want to spoil it. Like 
And it would seem like whatever set it was would have to be something that would be recognizable. Could this be that set? I think we should take Kevin Smith for grain of salt. Well, that, I mean, you take everything he says the grain of salt. But like, if it was something that was going to make Kevin Smith personally like be blown away, you'd think it'd be something familiar, I guess, like something we've seen before. So, <laughs> just imagine all the the things that feed your your desires, your talent, your ability, the destiny calling for you. You're this filmmaker who's building your career, and you're going through this moment of personal rebirth, and then you visit the rise of Skywalker set and you're like, wow. And then you go and do Jane silent Bob reboot. And you're like, Oh no, no, I'm going to follow with clerks three. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, next shot is get to the sexy stuff Finn running across this, uh, like, you know, platform of metal ruins or whatever. Um, yelling. He's, it's very reminiscent of, him running towards Ray when Kylo Ren takes her away in the Force Awakens, which could be very well what's happening again. Mm-hmm. He's also screaming Ray here. It appears um, Jana is in the background here. I didn't notice at first, but she is back there behind him, about like you know, which is why I think thirty feet behind Windy Grass Planet is is this planet Grass Planet gives way to Death Star. Yeah, okay. Death Star is just in the ocean. But I don't, I don't think all the Star Destroyers are also there too. I don't know. Unless could be wrong. Under that ocean. Why would they be under the ocean? I don't. I don't know what the nature of this massive fucking storm or whatever. That that. I think it's just a lot of waves. Everything's swirling. I well, guess the part with the part in the other trailer where they're all what looks like a nebula or something. Presumably that's some nebula? crazy atmosphere. Yeah. I do not recall a nebula. What are you talking about? It's like the very cloudy, maybe a high upper atmosphere. But where you see them in the other trailer, you see the fleet of ISD. Oh right, yeah. No, that seems like somewhere else. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck is the nature of this this fleet is, mm-hmm. is the big question. But yeah, I, I like the idea of Finn as the guy who's, he's like the friend who's just like, nah, girl, don't, don't go back to that guy. And she's like, okay, thank you. Thank you for, for talking me out of that. It hangs up. But I'm gonna. And it's like, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. He texted me, you up, and I am up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the next shot, it's very fascinating is Ray and Kylo. Kylo has his helmet on and they both seem to be lunging towards some like black statue. That's just like blowing apart as their lightsabers hit it. Like it's just like, it's not just being cut by the lightsaber. It's just being like shattered and destroyed by it. Uh, that might be the Vader mask on top. Yeah. Um, those might be flower petals over on the right side there. Uh, there's too much texture. You don't think those are flower petals? No. What are they? I don't know, but they look like... They're not from whatever mess they're making of the statue. No, right no, now. no. They're it's too far there. away. It's already there. It, it, I mean, it looks like... Um, it, it's got... It's, there's more to it than just mm. flower petals. Okay. Yeah. Well, something's on the ground over there. Yeah. A mess has been made. Uh, this is a cool area. It's all white, and like, I, maybe this is a star destroyer, or it kind of looks a little like Bespin. Like, there's that thing on the right side. Like, is that a window there, or just like a wall? I mean, it seems like this is the Empire lighting scheme, though. I guess, yeah. They're usually darker on the inside, but yeah, I do wonder will we get like Coruscant or like like an actual a planet where the First Order has made 
their you know stronghold or is it all going to be all ships you know coruscant that shithole mm-hmm. uh yeah i don't know what they're doing here like a lot of speculation of whether or not they're like doing this together as some sort of like i don't know therapy session or, or is this like while they're fighting they just happen to blow this thing apart mm. and don't mean to uh ray also has a dagger in her hand yes. i don't know if you saw that yes i did yeah she's got what looks like a mean looking metal dagger I mean, you can fuck some shit up with this dagger. Yeah, I don't know what is going on in this scene. That seemingly is the Vader helmet there on top of whatever this thing is they're destroying. Could this be like a know, like a vision or something? Like some sort of like specter? So what is the world between worlds? It's bullshit. Don't worry about it. Okay. Is that like a Filoni thing? It's just like Dave Filoni needs a way to keep his pet character alive. And so he invented time travel in Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, but that I saw that online with people talking about some kind of vision space. Yeah, I yeah, I, I don't think you're gonna see that in the the, the right Skywalker. Right on. Uh, did we get the the GQ shot then of uh, Poe and Finn and C three PO? Three PO who is three PO holding up a light? Is Looks, that what's going it's, on? It's either holding up or it's like right behind. I don't know if his if his if his metal arm can go yeah, that, like that, but like there's a light right behind them. There's like uh, the walls behind them appear to be like kind of like rough. Yeah. Uh, like dirt, maybe. Yeah, like, like texture, like a cave or. Um, there's a glowing blue light off to the side that could be Ray's lightsaber. Like ribbed for Even adventure. though she's not in the scene. It's it's kind of got a greenish hue to it. Nah, it looks blue to me. Not the, not the, not 3PO's light, but the light that's oh, off oh. to the left side. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Finn's like, let me hold that thing. Again. This does actually match. Um, there's a shot that was like playing during, I think, Comic Con, maybe. That, like, mm-hmm. it wasn't part of the main sizzle reel. It was just like, it was played somewhere else at one of the panels or something. Mm-hmm. Um, where it was, it was like this, only Ray was there too, and she had her lightsaber out. And there's like similar background that they're like standing against. Mm-hmm. So who knows what is coming. Uh, and then the next shot is another shot of this like horse charge only we're like behind them now uh, kind of raising up as we see all like shitloads of these star destroyers in the background. All these are all like the new ones. It looks like with the guns, the the big cannons uh, and they're just like charging to infinity and beyond here on top of this star destroyer, I guess. And, and I don't know. It's possible. This isn't a star destroyer. It's like a base or something. And, I don't know. I mean, there's a bunch of turrets that, that are like firing away that they're just like riding right past. I mean, I guess those turrets probably can't go low enough to hit them. It, it's nuts. It is nuts. BB-8 is in the lead. Yes. Like, do they need BB-8? Does he have to like jack into something to like, I don't know, open a door at some point? He craves adventure. Mm-hmm. He's just strapped full of C4. <laughs> He's just got a thermal detonator. It's going to go suicide bomb Hux. <laughs> Oh, that would be the most adorable way to die. Hux is just like, close the blast gates. Close the blast gates. No! And BB-8 just like rolls in and explodes. Oh, that'd be adorable. <laughs> <laughs> would he do the little flame one last time? Yeah, he like like puts like two out, you know, or like middle fingers or something like that. <laughs> they bring in Bill Hader to do whatever the BB-8 speak is for free BKA, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, and I mean, there's like 
these like Dorito ties flying around up above. I think you see a Y or a B wing and an X wing fly by here. So this 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 got to be like the big fight. I can't imagine this is like the middle act of the movie. Right. It seems too big. I wonder if this is the set. I know there is some massive set they built. I wonder if this was it or if that was something else. Yeah, I'm very curious what the in with this, especially like the blue screen, green screen situation is. Well, it looks like just off to the right there, there's another Star Destroyer that's like right next to them. Like the engines are almost like facing their charging. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what is going on? Uh, and then the next shot is a curious shot of Kylo Ren or perhaps Ben Solo. I don't know. There's something about the look on his face. He doesn't seem as angry as he usually is. Seems more like curious or contemplative. Um, he's just like standing next to some sort of like metal, like scaffolding or bracing or something. Mm-hmm. I can't really tell what that is. There, there's some sort of equipment. There's lightning flashing. And he's just like looking at something and then he kind of, you can see him like mentally make a decision and head that way, you know? So I'm, I'm going to speculate that he has uh, decided to go help Ray at this point. Uh, and then we get the shot of Ray very small in the, in the background at the foreground on the left side of the shot is would apparently be Palpatine. Like I don't know, like Mecha Palpatine or something. That's the thing is, it seems like he's moving, but it you. It's get like this, his whole chair is moving. Yeah, you get the sense he's got some kind, like his head's even up around the mm-hmm. thing. But it's like the black robe. He's high up too. It looks yeah. like he looks to be like fifteen or twenty feet in the air, looking down right here. Mecha Palpatine. Oh my god, I would love it if he had some kind of like fucking weird spider thing, like uh, mm-hmm. Kenneth Branagh in that Wild Wild West movie. On like the location here, it looks like just like a, a rough, like, you know, rock surface, like a cave or something. Maybe some kind of ice, but it seems like more stone. Yeah, like stone. There might be like a chasm in the background there. I mean, the chair is by no means the throne that we saw. No, no. This is something else, it seems like. I mean, presumably, I would guess he's being kept alive by this chair. Like, like some sort of mecha thing or something yeah like he's he's darth vader'd up mm-hmm. yeah and that would be consistent with uh you know but also like, just gross old man yeah and ray's looking up at him she does not have her lightsaber lit yet um <laughs> and he's he's like i'm some generic familial relation from leaks she actually does not have her lightsaber out it appears to just be strapped to her belt so that's interesting yeah yeah, and she's like slowly backing away from this thing. Um, and I believe this is the last bit of dialogue we get here where the, we hear the Emperor laughing and then Luke says, the force will be with you. And then Leia says, always. Fuck on this close-up shot of Rey, she's got the lightsaber out in front of her, like reflected in her eyes. She has a very curious look on her face as there's like lightning flashing around her. It's like... I don't know. How how would you describe the look on her face? My first thought was touched. There's like, a, a like, tiny bit of a smile. Yeah, like this might be the moment where her and Kylo come together in a battle or something. Where she realizes that he's come, good. come to fight with her or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. 
Like he's accepting the calls of the light. You can just kind of see like one side of her lips like curl up and the slightest of smiles. Hopeful you know? too. Yeah. It, this isn't like, to me, this isn't like, like, oh shit, here comes Dark Ray. You know what I mean? Like her eyes kind of twinkle a little. Yeah. No, it's definitely not Darth Ray. Like, I, I feel like this is like this shot will mean something impactful in the movie, but we don't really know yet. And so we're just kind of projecting onto it. But I mean, the, the hammer here is just hearing Carrie Fisher say yeah. always, you know? Yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's enigmatic though. And that is the trailer, the rise of Skywalker. Um, one thing we didn't mention the music in this, mm-hmm. it uh, starts with like our usual, like kind of like single key piano notes beginning. Uh, when it cuts into like the main music though, interesting choice. Like, cause they've, done you know like yoda's theme or ray's theme or like the han and leia's theme previously in other trailers Mm. and this one it goes right into the main star wars theme but like uh like a real like soaring like inspirational like anthemic version of it fitting Mm -hmm. for the last trailer for the final the tone of this whole trailer is like it's like a a celebration it's an anthem you know that kind of thing you know Mm mm-hmm it's the the final everything. Everything that has a beginning has an ending. Mm-hmm. Stories live forever. Mm-hmm. That is the trailer. I mean, fuck. My mind was blown watching this. My mind is blown. I wanted to be blown just a little bit more, but mm. you know, overall, still a very good trailer. It's it's enjoyable to watch. I think it it like. I don't know. You get hyped just in a different way, I guess. You know? I mean, I I don't have I don't look at this trailer and have like you know, there's there's like the concerns you have. Like you get that that subtle sense this is not gonna be a movie or something's gonna not it's gonna fall a little flat in a movie. And then there's sometimes you get those concerns where it's like anxiety over where you guess the story is going. Mm-hmm. I don't have any concerns about like will this be good? Yeah, I mean, J.J., I feel like even when I don't love his movies, I usually like them. So I feel like, though, going into this, they had to put the appropriate amount of pressure on themselves. I don't know. I I guess the... They knew this wasn't just like a good Star Wars movie. It had to be the good last movie. I'm sure the, the concern among some people is, and which I should say, I did not have a huge problem with the Game of Thrones finale, but I'm sure there are people who are worried that like, they're going to get something like that where it's like the creators try too hard to like swerve, mm. you know? And then it's just like, what the fuck was that? Which I don't, I think that's more kind of about the nature of the game of Thrones, like storytelling in general, where like the whole point of it is to like subvert tropes. How and so they kind of like backed into it. Um, whereas this is like, this is star Wars. It's the conclusion to a nine part saga. I, it would be weird for them to suddenly just like, make a huge left turn and like drive off a cliff and be like, here's our weird downer ending, you know, yeah. like because yeah. we wanted to get artistic or like, you know, surprise you or something 40 years later. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's not what you want to talk about in anticipation for rise of Skywalker, but coming out of game of Thrones, we didn't talk about this on our PLL podcast, but that sense of fan ownership, like the, I'm still flabbergasted. The people who are like, Oh yeah, we should start a, a petition like as if we're going to get HBO 
to rewrite well, the last episode the of Dem- Game of Thrones. The dumbest thing about that is they say, well, we, we know the petition isn't going to work. We're just trying to express express our, our frustration, uh, you know, and let HBO know how we feel. And it's right. just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, they already got your money. I don't know, you know. Yeah, yeah. You're just going to turn that outrage into watching the spinoff. Let's get real. <laughs> yeah, or, or you're just going to, like, devote yourself to like a, a hate subreddit where you just complain about it every day constantly that's healthy until you start yeah until you start hating about something yeah. and, and then, you, then you realize you're the alt-right suddenly yeah. um, but i mean i'm sure the people who completely hate this movie no matter what it is there's gonna yeah. be people who complain um because please everyone because it features a, a powerful interesting young woman as your main character and it features the new characters are John, boring. Like Ray John Boyega, and they're mm-hmm. gonna find some reason why it's old. Oh, I'm not saying I'm racist or sexist. It's just but, why do they have to shove it down our throats? Yeah, yeah. Why couldn't Luke just be like a like a chest rippling muscular badass? It's weird how many times I see people essentially like they're still shocked and disappointed that like Luke and Han and Leia were not the focus of this trilogy because they were in the prequels. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, I imagine we'll get maybe some sort of slightly different international trailer. Um, I remember. Oh, I can't wait for the Japanese trailer. I think it was like a just like a one minute TV spot that we got for Force Awakens where we heard Ray's theme for the first time. Hmm. That one was really good. I kind of hope for something like that. The music from the one trailer never ended up like on the soundtrack, right? Which trailer? Um, the one that starts with her wearing like the, the scavenger In mask. The, like trailer, the, the one main trailer for yeah, Force Awakens. Yeah um no i mean that was just i mean it's you know so, so those are just classic themes remixed a lot of that you know but no those are not like john williams doesn't do those like somebody else does and they're mm. just kind of orchestrated mm. um, like the, this one is they all kind of have a similar thing where they start out very simple just like some piano keys or something and they like start layering in some of the classic themes i know some people were hoping for like some variation of like duel of the fates in this <laughs> i would not be shocked if john williams pulls it all out you know? it's the last one and he knows it's the it. last one i mean and he's like fuck you i live this long i'm just wondering will they where will there be some sort of ray and kylo theme like i i'm not a musically inclined person myself i've heard other podcasts where people who are say that like the way kylo and ray's themes are like arranged mm-hmm. like they they could fit together they're complimentary or something oh, nice. So I wonder if John Williams has that. Like, it wouldn't, and that's been a plan all along. Yeah, it wouldn't be shocking if he did, um, or if you know he could always just go back to Across the Stars. You know, if he needed any sort of romance theme, Across the Stars is fucking great. Mm-hmm. Too bad the romance isn't. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, Duel of the Fates, uh, Battle of the Heroes. Battle of the Heroes title. is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a dumb, it's a dumb title. <laughs> heroes on both sides. I mean, I'm. Palpatine is seemingly back in some sort of corporal form, or, or maybe I don't know. So probably get some Imperial March music. Yeah, yeah. Well, will we have the Imperial March? That's a good question. Because I mean, I'm we're going to have a, they a whole fleet, a new Star Destroyer. They so. haven't used it all in the previous two, right? I don't think so. I mean, it, it, it's possible that I've like woven it in, like kind of like in a minor key, mm. but they haven't like done a big old nasty Imperial March like they didn't like attack the clones oh, or anything make it like nasty. that. Mm-hmm. Put some stank on it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's this is going to be the one. I've I've enjoyed. 
I think I enjoyed the last Jedi sound score a little bit more than the Force Awakens score. Um, my my like retrospect take on the Force Awakens score was this is a good start to something that you know is just going to build. I feel like the last Jedi. To me, it was all the like, Jedi steps. They. Yeah, Jedi Steps is great. It's like they used a lot of the Force Awakens themes that were introduced there. It's like I feel like he found like better places and better arrangements for them. Mm-hmm. Like the like March of the Resistance theme or whatever it is from Force Awakens, I was kind of like eh on in Force Awakens. Yeah, but when it comes in the Last Jedi, like it just feels better. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But race theme is good. Yeah, I do wonder will we get the Imperial March. I mean. If you have the Emperor back and you have a big old fleet of Star Destroyers, I could definitely see like some scene where they're all like breaking out of ice or whatever and that starts playing. Like that'd be pretty cool. I mean, that was the thing, you know, that that George always knew, he always got, he always did right, was like the placement of the music, of the music letting you know this is the moment. You are meant to cheer mm-hmm. or what have you. Like the this is how the tone poem plays out. Um yeah, it's amazing that we got John Williams for all three of these two. Yeah, he's it's like late '80s by now. I think he's still alive. Take that bow. Yeah. Do it. Do you think we're gonna get a uh, let's let's talk cameos here, prediction wise? Okay, uh, Han Solo. Um, it doesn't seem as likely to me as like potentially other weird ones. I know there was a rumor for a while. I think it's gone out of favor, but that the movie would start with a flashback to Han and Leia dropping off Kylo or Ben Solo at the time at, at Luke's Jedi Academy as a teenager. That's very weird. What, what's weird about it? I don't know. That just seems so weird to me. Like, I you mean, know it, it's not going to go well. But I, I feel like if like, you're setting up his redemption, that's like note one that you play there. Mm. Is him getting dropped off and it kind of, you know, obviously it'd play like, you know, he's uncomfortable about this and maybe Han says something, you know, poignant that's going to come back later or something like I feel that. like you're, yeah, but you're, like maybe the Emperor says something and it's kind of like the Snoke thing where this is where, where the Emperor's trying to uh, manipulate him and it's actually where Kylo turns to do whatever. But I feel like you're playing off of, uh, you're playing redemption off of his parents' love of him though. He's a good boy at heart or whatever. Um, there's a couple things coming out of when I follow the news on the comics that I like. There's a, there's a good bit where it's like, Leia, I have I've only read the Kylo Ren one, but there's a bit where Leia and uh, Ray have a little chat about Ben. Oh yeah, and she drops the, the note. He's got to want to change, mm-hmm. which I think is not not to be lost. Yeah. Uh, so obviously we're gonna get Corporal Leia. Um, Luke, I feel like a Force ghost is guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think the rise of Skywalker means he's going to get resurrected at the end of the movie and fight the Emperor himself? Oh, that's a good the t- title. The question of the title is uh, an important one. Um, no. Uh, Obi Wan. Like if this is your pull out the stops, episode nine, close it all out. Like I feel like that uh, like opens the floodgates for like any force goes, he can pull back. I guess to me, it it really depends on what's the mechanism because if you just have Obi-Wan appear to Ray, she's going to be like, who are you? 
And if it's not a matter of that, she needs to know who he is just that he can impart some kind of support or wisdom to her. Something similar to the end of return of the Jedi, where she just kind of like looks over during celebration people. And it's like, Oh, there's Obi-Wan, there's Anakin, there's Mace Windu, there's Qui-Gon. That's my question too, is is where do you draw the line? Who's all there? I think anyone you can get. Kit Fisto? Fuck Kit Fisto. (laughs) I think um, I think you could stretch it as far back as Qui-Gon. I mean, I don't know. Mace like shouldn't be a force ghost, but you can just hand wave it and Mm. say that somehow we learned to be a force ghost. Um, Nobody's ever really gone. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you just like Pan. Anakin. Like, what about Anakin? Oh, for sure. I think, I think, think so. I think there's got to be some kind of either Hayden Christensen voice, or what if they, what if they went real crazy and went uh, Sebastian? What's his name? Oh, Sebastian. Was it Shaw? I think it's Shaw. Yeah. Like, they did like a voice cameo from Sebastian Shaw. I don't think we're gonna get that. <laughs> just like, yeah, forty year old Hayden Christensen. I do think fans would go nuts for that, all the prequel fans. Oh, they would absolutely. Mm-hmm. They would lose their fucking mind. Especially if he could say, like, Ray, tell Ben, tell Ben's mom that she was right. She was right about me. <laughs> yeah, Anakin. Also, what's he doing? A little Italy. He's he's available. Mm-hmm. Little Italy was like seven years ago. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It's was a like, while ago. It was like two years ago. I think, and I think it, they sat in the can for a while. Hmm. Uh, Qui-Gon that I could see being like a voice thing I don't know I mean it depends uh, to me if you're going to do that shot of, of like here's a fuck ton of like force ghosts would you do like the weird panning like close up on everybody like, movie oh, like chronologically in, in yeah a little bit uh, starting of Qui-Gon like going to Maze to Yoda to Obi-Wan I mean I'm trying to think of some sort of ending where it's like because you, you wouldn't want a bunch of force ghosts to come back and like save the day. Right. But if they could like show up to do like something that helps Ray save the day, like, I don't know, like, obviously this is not how the force works, but like, you know, cast some sort of like protective force, something or other to like keep Palpatine contained so he can't leave or something like that, you know? So it's like now Ray can face off against Could him. it be like the Harry Potter thing where. Like the like, protection. Like she's knocked unconscious. And she like goes to like oh a little like bit of a, their place like a full King's Cross thing yeah I don't yeah. know about that um, but something where it's like they can like assist in the battle but not be the ones like taking over because I think you know Yoda's cameo in Last Jedi was so smart and interesting because mm-hmm. he didn't need to interact with Ray you know like he needed to motivate Luke that was the story yeah I mean something where it was like we will be here to keep Palpatine's like spirit from like fleeing again, you know, and inhabiting another body or I don't know what, you know, it's like, how is Palpatine still alive? Did he like somehow like transmit his consciousness to a clone or something? Yeah. Um, and that was kind of, well, no, I mean, seemingly from what I remember from reading that book on the various drafts, Obi-Wan basically just showed up to like talk some shit. Didn't, wasn't there one where he, he fights, uh, him and perhaps, yeah, like might, someone else. I can't remember. Yoda it might maybe. have been like nebulous about like, mm-hmm. is he physical or not? But yeah, it's something if it was something like that, I could see like a bunch of Jedi popping up like force ghost wise just to like, I don't know, stand around and show their support or whatever. You know, I realized how much they sucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kit Fisto pops up just to get immediately decapitated again. <laughs> or uh, what's her name in the the skirt? Who? Oh, Ayla Secura. Yeah. Poor Ayla Secura. 
done wrong. And Mace. Kiari Mundi. Um, is this the right name? Yaddle? Yaddle. Yeah, I think so. It's like a, kind of like a, a weird kind of Yoda. Oh, shit. My exit is. Oh, supposedly in the Mandalorian, they're going to like explore like Yoda's species. And we're going to find out more about his species. No, thanks. Who's asking for that? No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, well, like, will like Werner Herzog be there in, in mm-hmm. all this? <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, yeah. Well, <laughs> Napoleon. Um, what's his name that I just forgot? Uh, oh, the guy who played the knight in the Seventh Seal, who's in the beginning of Force Awakens. Jeff Bridges? No, not Jeff Bridges. Oh. Uh, yeah, he was in the Force Awakens. Uh, Max von Sydow. Max von Sydow. Thank mm-hmm. you. I think his seventh son. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye. Your probationary period is over. You're fired. Bye-bye. And that's how the Skywalker saga ends. <laughs> Jeff Bridges tipping his cap to Jeff, you. Jeff Bridges fires Kylo Ren. Iris in on, mm-hmm. on, on that. And then we get the theme music. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the Skywalkers. Never to be seen again. Everyone's like, 99.95%. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> the ending was questionable. George Lucas Force Ghost. Oh, he like shit. appears on screen and says goodbye, friend. <laughs> he just, he just. Oh, is there a new episode of uh, Mr. Robot out? Flips you off. You mean the other night? Or on the, when does that even air? Sundays. Oh, so there should be a new one out, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the origin of White Rose. Oh, is it? Okay. Ish. Is there more Sam Asmell? No. Okay. You saw how much Sam Asmell was in it. Well, in the first one, yeah. 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 I don't think he's coming back. Yeah, you never know. He could be the third. True. Or the fourth. I think the third is... Well, yeah. No spoilers. <laughs> now this is just a Mr. Robot mm-hmm. podcast, but only for like the last season. <laughs> what was his, George Lucas's character's name? It was like Baron Papanoida or something? Yeah, yeah. I was just I was trying to remember that. Yeah, it's him. Mm-hmm. I just maybe maybe Master Sifo Diaz will come back. I like uh, whenever they would do the videos. I like the uh, I think it's it's not Horatio Sands. Who's the guy who did the George Lucas um, during like their like Star Wars casting little skits where it's just like you're going to get me a tab. But I could just see him just like flipping off the mm-hmm. audience real quick. You he paid just, me $4 million for my ideas, and now you won't even do he, like he the microbiobial world? Turns around and moons the audience. Ooh, a disgusting act. All right. Anyway, I think that about covers it, unless you have anything else to say. No, I think we're just rambling here. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think is the next episode of Greedo shot first? I don't know. I mean, I think there's that Resistance Reborn book. There's like one book that's like an actual like novel that takes place between Last Jedi and Red Skywalker that I want to read. Mm-hmm. Cause like in my mind, I don't really take any of the other EU material seriously unless it's like a book. Um, so okay. yeah, the comics to me are just like whatever. Mm. So I might read that and there's probably going to be some like TV spots and maybe international trailers. The Kylo Ren one with Snoke was really interesting. Um, I guess with those, it's like, I usually like there's like a, a one or two panels that somebody like posts online. I'm like, it? I got it. Yeah. 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 I don't think you need to spend the money to go. Anyone needs to spend the money to go read it. But I, I found that one, the reaction to it fascinating because people, 
I think we're in Inktober right now, but people would go and like artists would draw like the three pages they thought were missing, which were a lot of like Han and Leia visions expressing support and love to their clearly wounded son. It was very interesting, the reactions and I don't know, just how that character has touched people. Mm-hmm. So you think a book? Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely we'll be back for, well, I don't know. We'll be back. Cause last time I think we uh, did a review on headcanon and not create a shot first. I think for both. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Well, <laughs> I mean, we can just cross post it, I guess. Yeah. Um, we'll just, uh, we'll just start uh, reviewing the movies all over again. Didn't we do the, the first six like twice? Maybe. I think we did them once on Greedo and once on Headcanon. Yeah. Yeah. We probably don't need to do them again. <laughs> all right. Well, until then, may the force be with you. Always. Always.